Talk BS Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. <laughs> why you why you, why you hesitate like that? I don't that? know. <laughs> oh, okay. But you, I was going to say the 305 or something, man. What, uh, what's yes. up? Yes. Nah, <laughs> One nah, day. Nah, nah. 757 till I die. Uh-huh. You did? Yeah. yeah. 757. Mm-hmm. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing good. I can't complain, man. It's a... Uh, it's Friday, you know, our typical recording day, and uh, it's nice outside. It's been nice all week. Yesterday was on the, on the hot side, but it's been nice all week. Yeah, it's going to be hot today, too. It's going to yeah. be like 90 today. So, um, yeah, but I like this time of the year, man. I like April, like, you know, the spring. I feel like the pollen has kind of subsided a little yes, bit. It's not as bit. much as it, it was no. when, you know, March kind of, you know, came rolling around. Man, so I, feel I have like, a white uh, car, and my car was yellow every day. <laughs> Every day. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I just remember, just like you said, seeing it on the vehicles and just being a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, last couple, I say last like two weeks or so, I've seen on the vehicles, it's not as much as I've seen beforehand. Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely excited about that. Cause that's the only part of this season I don't like is really that pollen, man. Because pollen is, uh, can be a beast. It really can. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's been um, two weeks since we've seen you guys, actually. Yeah. Um, even though we've been kind of posting them weekly, um, this is the first time that we've recorded in the past two weeks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, right. <laughs> we're here. Yeah. Oh, you good? Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. I'll just check in, make sure the sound was good. Cause normally the yeah. Good. yeah, 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 I think we're good. Okay. I really do. I mean, you talk loud anyway, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's the truth. But now, what's been going on with you, though? Like I said, it's been about two, what, yeah, two so, weeks since we last recorded, so it's been a lot going on. Yeah, so um, obviously we had Easter. Yeah. Um, so that Sunday, I think we actually talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. That was actually, I think, the weekend that we recorded. Yeah. Was that Friday? Mm-hmm. And so we had the Easter egg hunt, which was pretty cool. So went to um, our friend's house, and she had basically... Um, a Easter egg hunt for everybody. Okay. So at first they started off with five too? and younger. So everybody? everybody. Oh wow! Okay. So at first they started off with five and younger. They kind of made that a little bit easier. So the eggs were literally just in the grass. They just <laughs> had to go and you know walk. Yeah. <laughs> then they did them for like the middle aged kids from like five to like ten, and they got to go out there. And then they did like middle schoolers, the older kids, like mm-hmm. eleven to like. I think it went up to like 17 and then if you were 17 or 18 because you were kind of semi an adult you could actually choose if you wanted to do it with the adults or if you wanted to do it with the kids but um then we got to the adults and she hid like liquor bottles so it was like <laughs> little shots that was a good touch yeah. it was uh big wine bottles money in the eggs so it was like oh, it, wow. it enticed people to actually Purchase want to do it yeah. because you could win you know Either alcohol or money, basically. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty cool. Um, we had a we had a good time, and then um, that following weekend, <laughs> that following weekend was her daughter's birthday. So um, I actually took Maya driving oh, for like okay. forty five minutes, and let me tell you, beware. So all the drivers out there, right now she's driving on the opposite side of the road. I'm like, girl, we are not in another country. Get oh, wow. over. Oh wow. But um. We're practicing, and so we went to my my youngest daughter's friend's birthday party, and we get there, 
And on my way, I, you know, I texted mom like, hey, I'm on my way. She was, I was like, you need anything? She was like, I need to still decorate the cake. So I was like, oh, okay, I can put some candles on the cake. Not a problem. Yeah. I get there. She had a blank canvas, and she bought all the things to put the cake together. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. But let me just tell you, I came through because that cake was beautiful. We okay. did like a panda a panda cake. So basically, it was a white cake. And then she had like these coconut, these coconut straw things, and we put it looked like bamboo around the cake. Okay. And we had it like all different sizes. Okay. And then she bought like these pandas and these plants and these candles, and we just pretty much put it all together. It ended up being really, really nice. Oh, that's good. To the point where people was like, "Where you got this cake from?" And oh, we were all just, was asking like, "Where you yes. got it from?" That's what's up. <laughs> it was that's nice. It was nice. Me and her best friend did it. So okay, that was cool. Um, we, you know, saying happy birthday or whatever. And then, um, because it, because it was spring break and, you know, really there was no real school going on. A lot of the sport activities were, you know, canceled. So we didn't really have much going on, you know, it was kind of just like chill. But then shortly after the birthday party, Jada started to feel ill and she was actually sick all the way up until this past Wednesday. Okay. So she actually went back to school for the first time yesterday. Okay. And um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I haven't really done anything. I mean, we had the Orthodox um, Easter, too. Okay. Um, that's the Sunday after the American Easter. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's all I remember doing. I mean, I ain't really – I tried to chill as much as possible. I was – not trying to do much. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Because I'm always busy. Nah, I hear you on that one. Yeah, me, I, um, that same weekend, so Easter weekend is also my daughter's birthday, which was, uh, that Monday. So the Monday, Easter was the 9th, and, uh, my, ber- my daughter's birthday was the 10th. So that Saturday, we had a birthday party for her. Um, she goes to the gymnastic studio that she, um, she just loves gymnastics, but she goes every Wednesday. So, uh, they hosted her birthday party that Saturday, so that was cool. I mean, it was really, yeah. really good. I mean, she, you know, she was able to have some of her friends who don't do the gymnastics with her be in her element. She was very comfortable. She was showing them things, and they had it set up where they were able to do, you know, like a whole bunch of different activities or whatnot. So my daughter just, used to go to that um, yeah. gymnastics gym. Too. Okay, yeah. both of them actually. Oh, word. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice, man. They um, she's been going for over a year now. I mean, she loves it. It's so. cool. It's nice. Yeah. I mean that. The girls in there and the in the larger side of the of the gym, they, I mean, they're like almost pre Olympic Olympic. Yeah, they're not. They're, yeah, they're, they were there really practicing good. on Saturday when we was there, you know. Yeah. And I was actually I caught myself looking at them because they were doing the flips on the beams yeah. and stuff. I was like, dang, like they look look legit. Like I remember growing up watching Dominique Dawes and them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, so that's what's up. So yeah, they were. Uh, so that was cool. That was her birthday on Saturday. Um, then or her birthday was Monday, but we celebrated on Saturday. Then Monday, or excuse me, Sunday was Easter. So I went to my parents' church, which was pretty was pretty cool as well. Um, you know, we haven't visited there in a while, so it was pretty cool to kind of go there. Uh, Did you get, see a lot of old faces? Yeah, 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 yeah. My parents go to a very small church, so everybody knows each other. It's probably about 30 people that go to the church. Oh, so it's okay. a very, very small church. So uh, everybody knows each other very, very well. They knew me. They knew, you know, they knew I'm Billy and Alfreda's son, and you know. So yeah. um, it was cool. Kids, they were just, you know, dancing and and acting up though, you know what I mean? They was, you know, towards the end they were like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. So, you know how that can go when you when you're sitting down, you know, they like to be moving. So when That's you're sitting down for a long time, they like, nah, we gotta we gotta you know, shake. Gotta get up and shake. 
So um so yeah, that was that was that. Um <laughs> speaking of shaking. Last night we were at my daughter's game mm-hmm. and I brought snacks. I came prepared. I had crackers, I had fruit cups, I had orange juice little bottles, I had um beef sticks, all this oh, stuff. Because okay. I'm like, okay, when we get here I ain't buying nothing. Yeah. Carter get there, he's like, I want some popcorn. So guess what? We got the popcorn, right? Uh huh. But then he spills the popcorn. Oh man. And you know why he spilt it? Why? Because he had to move. He was sitting there kicking his feet oh, yeah, and yeah, 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 doing yeah. all this stuff, and then it hit the floor, and I was like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's into that, <laughs> yeah, it's into that. yeah." Yeah. So yeah. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Correct. Correct. So yeah, they um, so that was like I said, that was pretty much my Easter and her birthday weekend was that the first week. Um, and we ran right into spring break, as you mentioned, uh, for the kids. So mm-hmm. uh, we try to do something with the kids every day, for the most part. We went to the movies and saw Mario. Um, that was oh, pretty yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, we saw that, too. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. They uh, they enjoyed it. Actually, myself, Brooke got on me for a second because I dozed off. Like, <laughs> I was tired, man. I was really, really tired. I did that with Jurassic Park. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it was a hot second. It wasn't like I was, like, asleep for 10, 15 minutes. It was literally, like, for, like, 10 seconds. You know, I was just kind of, like, watching it. And I was just like, I kind of went back like that. And she was like, you know how it is in the cinema cafe when you got like comfortable chairs. I was just kind of like relaxing. <laughs> it felt all cold and cool in there. You know what I'm saying? I just, I think I had, we ordered some beer because Brooke and I like to drink beer. So we got some beer. So I was, you know, we're just feeling nice. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of laid back. I ordered the uh, Luigi. It was like a Long Island. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, okay. when I was there. <laughs> okay. Okay. How was that? How was the Luigi? I think, I don't. I, don't I mean, know I you know that. what a Long Island is. Oh, yeah. so, I mean. So you know how in the cinema cafe menu how it it trifles I think yeah so it was in the lower it looked like it looked like juice because they had a red one for Mario they had a green one uh, for yeah. Luigi and then they had another one but I got the green one and it was a long basically it was a long, long island, island colored kind of like what they do on um St Patrick's Day gotcha so yeah gotcha okay I haven't had a Long Island in man what what Shoot, back in my early like <laughs> adulthood I wouldn't even say college for for real but like. 21, 22, like right out of college. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was the go to drink. It was. On a Friday night. Like, it was. we would go to Applebee's because they, uh, they had the real big Long Island and they were only like $5. $5. Maybe not even <laughs> that, I think. So I think, like, during happy hour, it was like cheaper than that. It was two, like, $3. Yeah, two, $3 on, on certain days or certain times or whatever. So we used to go there yeah. and, like, you drink shoot, two of those and, I mean, shoot, yeah. really one sometimes. You'd yeah. be all right. But, at yeah. that age, yeah, yeah one, that, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, we checked out Mario um, one day. One day we um, just went to a park. Um, another day we went to the beach. Um, I forget already, man. But we did something pretty much every single day uh, during that week. And it was pretty cool. I mean, the kids really enjoyed themselves. We went out to eat one day as well. Got ice cream, did all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so they were really excited about, you know, how spring break went. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also able to mentioned it on a previous episode of our, our podcast um that property in virginia beach it's been kind of a thorn in my side i got it uh, around september october of last year and i was hoping to, to keep it as a rental then i end up uh deciding to sell it um and i thought i was gonna try to sell it you know top of this year be done maybe january maybe february at the latest but we were on the contract like four different times with different buyers for various reasons um, and they all end up backing out for various different reasons. But finally, we found someone who really wanted the property, got them under contract, and they closed last week. So that was cool. 
um, to kind of get that one off the books uh, for the year, starting off the year. Um, so that was cool. Um, also, what else did I do during spring break? Um, last weekend uh, was my mom's birthday, the fast mm. one. Um, so her and Sloan kind of have like, you know, back-to-back birthdays, as you say. And um, so we went out to eat. My aunt, she came in town and surprised my mom, which was pretty cool. So my aunt came in. It's, her sister's like her best friend, essentially. Uh, they're really, really close. And um, it was funny. My aunt said she kind of like didn't call my mom on her birthday and all that. Or just to kind of like throw her off. Yeah, throw off a little bit. And then so the surprise was we were going to be at this restaurant that my parents like to go to. Um, and then like we were going to come around. Like we were, my dad had rented like this, the place in the back, like a room in the back. And we were going to like come around the corner when she came and walked in or whatever so it was pretty cool she actually started crying we actually had me and my aunt had like a little bet on like if she was gonna cry or not and i was like my mom i won't cry about that like i mean it's you know it's, it's something special but like i don't know i mean my mom i, don't, I wouldn't i don't think she would cry that and lo and behold she i guess my, i guess she, her sister knew her better than her son because she definitely uh-huh. she did around her longer. yeah yeah she definitely she definitely started crying <laughs> And so I was like, oh, man. So it was real nice, man. We had a really good time. The food was good. It was a place called Harper's Table mm-hmm. in Suffolk, um, out in downtown Suffolk. So it was pretty pretty far out there. Uh, so we did that. Uh, my dad actually surprised my mom and got her a piano, which was really, really nice. My mom's been wanting to play one recently a lot. Um, now, describe piano. Describe piano? I mean, she yeah. got her, like, a real – I mean, he got her, like, a real – like a grand piano, like a real, oh. like John Legend, like, oh. you know, Chrissy oh, Teigen sitting on the jank, like on that yeah. video, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alicia Keys. Yeah, yeah, there level. you go. Yeah, Keys, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got her, he got her, he got her a nice one. She had one, so she had, I want to say the one that she had at the house, because every time we would go over there, the kids always like to play on it. That's crazy. It brought it back full circle, because I remember when I was a kid, yeah, and my grandparents had a piano at their house, I would always play on it, mm-hmm. and then my mom and dad would be like, don't play on it. My grandparents would be like, go ahead and let them play, go ahead and let them play, or whatever. Yeah. And so, that same piano, if I'm not mistaken, was what was at my parents' house, because they just kept it over the years, but it's a really, really old piano, obviously. It's just yeah. you know, 50, 60 years old. And, um, and so, what they've done now is they've... Uh, my dad, I should say, he bought and surprised my mom with a new one, right? Because mm-hmm. my mom's been kind of keep uh, picking that up as a hobby lately. Yep. And um, so it was real nice. It was real, real nice. So he surprised yep. her with that. We went back to the house, let my mom play some songs, kind of chill, talk for a little bit. She she could play. She could play. Yeah. She. Oh, I mean, okay. I when I say she can play, like she, she knows how to play the keys. But oh she yeah, ain't. yeah, yeah. She knows how to play yeah. the piano. She knows what the keys are. She knows you yeah. know what they do. She can play like songs that she's yeah. studied and know or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she. She can do that. I mean, she's not like going to go out there on a, on a you know performance and yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. on TV. Yeah. Or when I was a kid, I didn't have a piano, but I had a um, what you call it? what's the what's the a keyboard? So, yeah, but it was like piano. So so like it was like big. So it okay. was it was probably it sat the same height as a piano. Okay, but it had it was um it was box like, and it had two levels of keys. So the the lower level was the piano level. Okay. But then the keys at the top they made different noises. Okay. Okay. And then in, o- over here it had a switchboard where you could play beats. Yep. And you could play like yeah, you could play ticks and drums. Yeah. 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 And then that's what my kids got right now. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then my sister had so my sister she had what you're talking about and um she gave it actually to my children because my son he's actually taking piano lessons right now yeah um and so that's what he uses we don't have actual piano at our house but we have like you said i i think it's just a i call it a keyboard it's like a big huge keyboard it has 
like you said, the the keys and the different level of keys, and then it has, like you said, the switches where it has like it's like it says like number one through whatever, and it has mm-hmm. like different like jazz beats, whatever. Correct. You yep. know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. But so it, was, it was it was it was the it was about the size of this table though. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty big. You yeah. can sit at it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I had one of those. So I only. <laughs> Only song I learned how to play was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Yeah, that's what that's the fourth person everybody play. And Lead O B. The 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 um, Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all I know how to play. To right. <laughs> Just call on a brother. When, when you need a Because we, we all need somebody. somebody. <laughs> I might need to watch that. It's Morgan Freeman. Oh, I, I, I showed Maya that movie. Oh, you did? Yeah, that's classic, <laughs> man. That's classic. Yeah, yes. no, that's what I'm going to do with my children, man. There, there's principles within those movies, man, that these, this generation, they need to learn, man. Yeah. Because like, there's a lot of movies. I'm honest with you. Like, my parents obviously put a lot of principles in me and, and, and raised me, and I learned a yeah, lot. Yeah, but, but I mean, a you lot learn. of I learned a lot of stuff, like, from, like, movies, obviously your friends, like, all these other different things you yeah. have, man. So, yeah, that's that's. Yeah, that's I put funny. her. I put her on Rush Hour. Oh yeah, that was glad. That's my first movie I've ever seen it. Uh, well, first movie I can remember that I saw at the movie theater was uh was Rush Hour with my parents. I'm pretty sure I probably seen some type of cartoon movie. Yeah. But uh, that was the first one I saw. Yeah, I put dad. her on all the movies. I the only thing that's different, between, yeah, Rush Hour was funny. Hilarious. Funny, yes. Chris it's, Tucker, man, I remember they were. I remember. I put one her point, on Coach Carter. Oh yeah, Coach Carter's good. Yep, when she started playing Sam. basketball, yep, and she she was coming to me talking about oh they keep making us run. So I let her watch the yeah, movie. Yeah, she was Coach like, Carter. yeah, that's a different level of running right there. Yeah, the push-ups yeah, when he had old boy, uh, did everybody help help him out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that you see, basketball took him off the streets, though. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's ultimately you know what the the lesson seems to be. Yeah, like, look, there's another way. Correct. You don't have to follow what you see in your neighborhoods and stuff like that. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So. Correct. No, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, so yeah, last last two weeks have been um been pretty eventful. I mean, Tax definitely. day that was stressful. <laughs> yeah, I, was I submitted good. my taxes. The day of at like eight p.m. before they were due at midnight. Yeah, that's, I that's, was so nervous. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had. I mean, I submitted mine a couple of weeks ago because um, you know I had to do the the business returns were due earlier than the uh, personal returns, so I yeah. submitted mine. And so, um, you know, my my guy Sherman got us right. You know, yeah. and I, I know you, you used them this time too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was cool, and um. Yeah, I mean, like I said, this time of the year is is my favorite time. The NBA playoffs have started. We had some really really good games. Isn't so the far. um the uh draft is coming up, right? NFL, yeah, NFL drafts next week yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, yep. I, I see all the commercials now. Yeah, you know they're they're coming up. So yeah, I love this I time of the year, was, man. Yeah, yeah, the draft, man. I love that. Uh, you know, see the guys next, you know, transition on from college mm-hmm. or wherever to go play. You know, play and live out their dreams. So mm-hmm. it's dope. I, I love, like I said, this, the NBA playoffs is going on. I was the Masters. There's a great golf tournament came on like a week or so ago. There's a big boxing fight it comes on tomorrow. I'm eager to watch. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love, I love this time of year. Spring has a lot, a lot going on. Yes. So yes. Um, and then also, if I didn't mention this before, I'm gonna mention it again. Uh oh. Your girl is a VHDA qualified trainer. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So that's exciting. I'm actually excited about that. I mean, the class wasn't hard or anything like that. It wasn't too expensive either. Mm-hmm. But now I can conduct a, a, a class. Yeah. So that's actually pretty cool. I just have to find a real estate agent um, that's also qualified because we have. In order for us to do it together, we both uh, must be qualified. So yeah. 
Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's good. That's real good. Yeah, that is good. So, um, that was a eventful past two weeks. I mean, we really didn't even mention all the work stuff. So, since you know the last time we spoke, I think I closed had a few closings. I know I had more than a few closings this past uh, uh, week or so. You've had closings. Mm-hmm. Um, applications are coming in. People I'm sitting are here getting texts. I'm getting texts right now. I got an agent I'm working with, um, oh. and I reached out to the listing agent last night. You know, that's mm-hmm. always a good touch when the offer is put in. Yep, so the same thing agent, happened to me. Yeah, so listing agent is texting me right now with a counter. So I'm about to try to ratify a deal right now while we record it. So yep, let's do it. Let's yep. make it happen. Make, <laughs> yep. make this Friday even better. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. I just mm-hmm. got a ratified contract last night. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. That was a big one too, right? Yes. Nice little nice little prize on that one. Yep. More than a half a million. So mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. So yeah, that that it's um it's it's important, you know, responding to those late night checks. It lets the it lets the listing agent know that we're we're here, we're active, we're, you know, responsive. So it's always good working with um, with uh, certain people. So um, now, you know, every segment we always like to exercise your knowledge. So what we do is, is we ask a mortgage-related question, and we allow time for you to think on it, dwell on it, and then we reveal that answer later on in the segment. So today's exercise your knowledge question is, if you were to switch jobs while under contract to buy a home, so this means that, you have started the process, you've went, you've made an offer on someone's house, they have accepted your offer, and then you say, you know what, this job, I want to apply for it, right in the middle of all of this. Can it hurt your approval? Yeah. What, what does it do? What yeah. happens? That's a good so, question. That's a really good question. Yeah. That's a good question. I know a lot of times people are always trying to further themselves in their career. Yep. Um, and so we actually, you'd be surprised, we get this a lot uh, that folks are trying to buy a house. And uh, to me, that, it would be difficult. I'm going to be honest with you. For me, I don't know if I could actually, I mean, I could make it happen, but I don't know if I could buy a house and also be trying to transition in the workplace, especially a brand new job, like somewhere totally different. Because um, I feel like sometimes, you know, that, I mean, when you're doing a, a move and then your new job, and that's just a lot of newness that, you know, it really, you know, but you, uh, requires but you, your... You, I mean, you know, like, sometimes when you don't know, it doesn't seem like such a big task, right? Correct. Because you know what the process is like buying a house, but a lot of people don't. They're like, Correct. oh, okay, well, it's, it got to be something like renting. Correct, you Correct. Know, But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different, you know. It's a little back and forth, you know. There's a lot of verifications that are required, a lot of questions that are um, asked. So, you're right, it is different, but that's because you know. Correct. You think about the people who don't know. Correct. Yeah. But... Think about that question. Yeah. Good question. Good question. We'll touch on it here. And we will touch on it yep, yeah. here in a little bit. So today's topic is, and I've had this, I actually have, I talked to this one buyer at least three hours this week. Uh-oh. And three hours is a lot of time. That's a lot of time. To talk to someone about buying a home. Usually, 30 minutes is kind of like the max um, but at one time, right? You talking about three hours straight, or are you talking no, about? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is three hours Throughout split the up. Week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, Either no. way, it's a lot. I mean, yeah. 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 Even yeah. an hour conversation is yeah. a long time. Yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Like, it it, it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I wanted to touch on is, and this this brings it back to the basics. I mean, we're bringing it back. We're going way back, back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between a loan officer and a real estate agent? 
Because yeah. a lot of people get us confused. I even had my daughter's uh, principal call me one time, and she was like, hey, she was like, I know you're, you're, you know, you're working, you're a real estate agent. I was like, I'm not a real estate agent. (laughs) And I literally, you know, you have to, on school documents, I I believe they ask you what you do for a living. (laughs) You know, it clearly states, don't say real estate agent, but you know, it is what it is. But a lot of people do get our jobs confused. So we wanted to kind of like describe to you or give you some of the basic descriptions on what we do. So I'll go ahead and get started with the, with the realtor side, and then you can kind of touch it, touch base on the, the loan officer side, and we can kind of talk about what the difference is, talk about what we do, um, or what they do. Sorry, because I'm not an agent. <laughs> well, there you go. That's why she called you real estate. Agent. <laughs> right. You, you look, you're already talking like you're I'm one. taking ownership yeah, of it, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So, um, your real estate agent is the person that is negotiating that purchase agreement or also known as that sales contract between you, the buyer, and that seller. Or the real estate agent can negotiate can represent their seller and negotiate for their seller to a buyer, right? So what ultimately what they're doing is is they're looking at the property. They're looking at they're running comps. Comps are you know, information about recent sales within a certain parameter of where that house is located to determine what would be a good sales price. They'll go into the property, they'll walk the home, or, and that's for your, um, sorry, that's for your uh, listing agents, but for your buyer agents, they'll go and show you properties, they'll go and take you out to the homes, they'll set you up in a system to where you can look at the homes online, um, what else would you say that they do? Um, I mean, they negotiate contracts. They negotiate all the terms of the contract. Um, they're like the middleman between Correct. you and the seller or Correct. you and the opposite person of what you're doing. Correct. Right? And so they don't get into the weeds when it comes to your income. They don't know what your income is. They don't know what your credit scores are. They may ask you what do you believe your credit score is as far as like fair, good, or great, but they don't really know. It's not something that us as loan officers tell them because that's your personal information. So they don't really need to know that information, but um, it is good that they have an idea because that kind of helps them um, narrow down what type of properties you qualify for because sometimes there are restrictions based on loan products that helps the, the real estate agent do their job. Correct. But ultimately, they're the person that's going to be negotiating the sales contract between you, at the client, and the other side of the transaction. Yeah, the seller, yeah. 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 I mean, either or, either way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah on both sides. I mean, like both you said, sides. there's a... You know, I remember initially, it's crazy, too. I remember when I first got into mortgage, um, which is a little, a little over 15 years now, um, I remember where they were just now introducing the two-agent side. It used to be where there was one agent that facilitated both sides of a transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, it you used know, to be where everybody sat at the closing table, too. That is right. That's right. And yeah. now you don't even know. You yeah. never meet the other yeah, side of the transaction. You never meet the other side of the transaction. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, that's funny. Um 
And that's why, I mean, a lot of real estate agents were getting paid a heck of a lot of money because just think about the commission that, you know, you're now, basically, it's now been split up. It's always double. Yeah, yeah. So they used to get, on one deal, they would represent the seller and the buyer, and they would get, obviously, you know, most most areas is three, like in this area, it's 3% commission that a, a real estate agent would get. So they would get 6% on every single deal they do, and they would get both sides. Um, so, I mean, that was that was pretty profitable, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, since then, just for the interest, which I think is a good, I, you know, it's good that they do that, that you have one agent represent the seller, one agent, one agent represent the buyer, just so you don't want the, 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 the agent to be, you know, maybe have more interest in the buyer or more interest in the seller and not necessarily, um, you know, do things in a, you know, in a fair way, you know, so. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. correct. So, describe our, our, what we do. Yeah, so we're, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've had our, I've had our title be named so many different things. Like right now, I'm considered a senior mortgage banker. Um, I've been called an originator, loan originator. Loan officer. Loan officer. I've been called a home mortgage consultant. Um. I mean, this the list goes on, right? And it's funny because I know when I was growing up, I never, like, the job that I have, I never knew it existed, right? I always knew that there was a real estate agent that helped someone buy a house. I always just thought, hey, you go to the bank and, you know, you inquire about financing to get a loan. Like, I, I didn't know that there was actually a specified position of someone who helps with strictly mortgages. So that's funny um, because for me, right, I knew the job existed because I started working in the bank at 18. Mm-hmm. I was working, I mean, 19, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was working at Chase. And there was always a mortgage. Like I worked at a at a, a, at a big branch. So my particular location had a, had a, fi, uh, a financial aid person, a financial advisor. <laughs> said financial aid. Yeah, financial aid. Financial aid. College. <laughs> College on your mind, you're already thinking about it, right? Yeah. Financial advisor, my my uh my area, my um branch had a business uh person, um business banker, I think it was was the official name. We had a mortgage lender. I mean, we had everybody pretty much at our branch, which was their home. And so then these particular people would cover different areas, right? Mm-hmm. But the mortgage person she was always in her office. She did not talk to us. She did not communicate with us. She was an older lady. So I thought that based on what I saw and then like going to some other branches and seeing like some of the other people as I, you know, started to get older, I was like, everybody that do that job, oh, <laughs> like yeah, you gotta yeah. be, you must be like in this job forever before right, you get, get there. <laughs> It seemed like it was something that was, like you said, yeah, yeah. a long trajectory to be able to, to do that. I got it. Correct. That so then, um, obviously, as I, I transitioned um, to Florida and uh, down there, the mortgage people were younger. And I was like, hmm, okay. And, we, you know, we were cool. My, my financial uh, advisor, she was, she's actually a really good friend. She, she was black. She was young. Me and her would go, you know, shoot the shit together. Mm-hmm. We would go out for drinks on lunch, all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Then I, I was like, okay. So there are younger people in these, you know, areas of business. So I um, I knew about it existing. And gotcha. Yeah. Then I, I just later learned that young people could do it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, like I said, I, I didn't know anything about the position at all. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I was uh, I was in college trying to figure out what I wanted to do. 
um, after I kind of realized I wasn't going to be able to make it pro NFL. So I was trying to figure out, like, okay, hey, what's my secondary plan? Because I literally, I didn't have any. Like, everything was like, yo, everything I did, you know, since I was five was to try to make it to the to the NFL. So it was like, I had to kind of sit here and think about what my strengths were as a person. And I figured out, you know, pretty early on, I was really strong in math. So um, I had went to this networking group, and um, I met this woman who actually just started a mortgage company. And so me and her kind of, you know, end up connecting because she was big into sports. Um, she was just just graduated from Virginia Tech not too long ago, um, and so she was telling me that uh, you know her and a couple of uh, her colleagues had started up a mortgage company, and so she's like, hey, you should come by the office, um, you know, one day after you have class or whatever, and and you know see what it's about. And I was like, all right, cool. And that was the first time I heard about a mortgage company, um, so I, I went and met her, and then we, you know, she ended up showing me basically everything I know to this day. Like she was my mentor for. In the majority of my early uh, my early time in, in mortgage, but um, when it comes to a mortgage loan officer um, or a mortgage banker, whatever you want to call us, um, our job is to uh, basically secure the financing for when it comes to your purchase, right? So we will pull your credit. Um, we will be familiar with the loan programs and products that are available, so we'll be able to have a you know a conversation or a consultation with you know the prospective buyer to give them understanding on what the uh, requirements are as far as their credit and explain to them like their debt to income. So explain to them, you know, how that works and what that does when it comes to how much you qualify. Um, we'll be able to go over, you know, their income. Um, we'll be able to go over, uh, like I said, all the different things that are out there, all the programs that are out there available to be able to put you in the best position to succeed when it comes to you buying your, you know, your home. Mm-hmm. Um, so our job is, is different, but it's definitely of service, right? I would say both real estate agents and mortgage bankers, uh, we're both there to serve the, you know, that prospective buyer. Um, so we're there to kind of help them answer any questions they have, really be able to give them insight on what the process looks like uh, so they know exactly what the steps are. Because when you're buying a house, um, it's it's a lot that's going on, but as long as you're un- informed and understand, um, it's really not that difficult, you know? Um, but our job when it comes to real estate agent and when it comes to a mortgage professional, they're hand in hand, right? Because when you're buying a home, um, in, in most cases, you're going to need financing. So that's our part. We kind of get that process set up and get you ready to go so you know exactly what your budget is. We should be able to tell you, okay, hey, this is what you qualify for. So then now once you're handed off to the real estate agent, you know exactly what your budget is. You're already familiar with the programs, how much things are going to cost. And so you can really just tr- truly focus on what home works for you and, and your family if it's your family that you have. So, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the difference is, is we secure financing. They help you find the house. So I get a lot of um, people who call me and say, oh, well, I'm interested in a five-bedroom four bathroom this 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 and that's outside of my realm or they'll say oh i want to buy in i don't know caratuck or you know all these different little neighborhoods and for me as the lender um especially not living here locally for all my life i don't know those areas i just know what you qualify for based on your income and your credit scores (laughs) so your real estate agent is the person that's gonna know the answers to those questions like, oh, how, you know, the neighborhood, where it's located, what part of Virginia Beach, the the subdivisions and all that stuff. They're the ones that's pretty good at that because they're out in the streets. They're out showing you these properties. We don't show properties at all. 
we don't even get into the weeds of how many bedrooms, um, how many bathrooms, how much. We do look at square footage. I mean, we got to know how big the property is. Correct. Um, we don't go out and show homes at all. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So last night I was actually on the phone with a buyer, with a with a buyer's mother, and, and um, it was a very oh, interesting conversation. That was a deep sigh right there. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a very interesting conversation. Okay. So I know how it is from parents. Normally, if we're helping someone who's buying a house, and then you're talking to their parents, yeah. you know that normally. Uh, so it, she called it, me yeah. and she said. Well, I don't think that this house is worth <laughs> this particular house is worth whatever the the purchase price is going to be, and I was like, well, I mean, the appraisers <laughs> determine that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she just was like going in, going in, and so then, um, she ended up calling the the list the 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 seller, and basically went in on her too. Like, oh wow. Yeah, because it's a for sale by owner type of thing. Okay. Uh, but they are using an agent, but the agent is kind of like helping mm-hmm. just write the contract. So, gotcha. um, they call me back and was, and the mom was like, "Oh, I thought you were a real estate agent." I was like, "Oh, for real? <laughs> what would make I, I what would make you think that I was the real estate agent?" <laughs> she was like, "Oh, my daughter, you know, she she confused me." And I was uh, like, "Oh yeah, no, I just do the financing." And she was like, "Oh, so then." You know, we were talking about what confused me was is we were talking about numbers the entire time. Mm-hmm. I never once addressed anything about, about the property. property. Yeah. Not one yeah. time. And not one yeah. time did I answer a question about value, about anything. We were talking about the mortgage payment the whole time. We were talking about the different products. So I didn't understand how you or the person would even come to think that I was a real estate agent because we never once talked about the property. So I thought it was very important for us to kind of touch on this because as the lender, mortgage banker, loan officer, whatever you want to call me, mortgage consultant, I think you said is one of them, Mm -hmm. I will never talk about the property itself. Correct. (laughs) Besides if it passed an appraisal or not, if there's some repairs that's needed, I'll tell you about those. But even if the repair is something that I'm not familiar with, I, it's it's the agent. It's up to the agent to go out and make sure. I've even now I I 100% agree. Obviously, I mean we we do the same thing. I've had some folks though sometimes, and I try to be very like generic in my response. But you know, we help a lot of military folks, right? Mm-hmm. So I have people who you know are PCS in here, um, you know, and they don't know the area at all, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, their agent is the one who's supposed to answer those questions, but just like how I know sometimes the agent may a- may answer, a, you know, just a, a, a generic question um, about something that we do, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes I'll have where uh, a buyer will ask, like, hey, you know, well, how far is this from this, like, you know, or, you know, is this like, um, are, are, are do you know the school districts there, is, is it, are those school districts, you know, this, or is that Chesapeake better than Virginia Beach, like, asking, I'm like, I, I can't really answer those things i was like i live in chesapeake i like it i grew up in virginia beach you know so but i will oh, get asked yeah. those type of questions yeah you know, i'll get asked generic questions like if they're it, so if they're moving from a different state yeah coming over to hampton roads and i'll talk about traffic going yeah. up to the base i'll mm-hmm. talk about little stuff like that i'll say i'll mention yeah i live in chesapeake mm-hmm. i'll mention you know um different you know like 
if they ask me a question depending on and it's a broad question, mm-hmm. I can answer those. I can yeah. I know the difference between, you know, Norfolk and Chesapeake. I Correct. know the difference between Virginia Beach and Suffolk. Like yeah. I know that stuff. Yeah, but if you ask like me yeah. specifically something like about College Park C P I, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of have an idea where College Park is just because I have a friend right now who lives in that area. But has she not? I think you're from that area, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. Like, just from what you say, I can kind of put it together, piece it together. But I've never been there, you know what I mean, yeah. when you were a kid or anything like that. But my friend, she lives there, and I've been in that area going to her home before. But... That's a one-off. If yeah. it's something where, you know, I I get a lot of people talk about all these different subdivisions in Virginia Beach. I don't know what they are. I, I can't even come to tell you anything about Virginia Beach. I barely know about Chesapeake. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know a little bit. I don't know anything about South, South Norfolk, Chesapeake. I know Greenbrier. I know Grassville. I know Hickory. I, I know nothing about Western Branch or Duke Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I know it all. <laughs> I yeah, but I mean, but you yeah. grew up here. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's different. For sure, for sure. For it's sure. different. For sure. When you've been somewhere all your life, if you don't know, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. But sure, you've been here. How long you been here? You don't know a lot, too. I've so. been here for... I met you in 14. Six, so yeah, but been... I left. So but, when, okay. when when I met you, I was here for probably... A year, at least. Yeah. Mm, about a year, right? Yeah, I was here for a year. Yeah. And then I left, and then I came back. So... Been here nonstop since basically um, 2017 because okay. we closed in our house in December of 16. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, you got some time under your belt. You got some time under your belt. Six years, seven years? No. Hey, if I've been somewhere six years, I, I would kind of at least know but some major things. But I don't go nowhere. I mean, I do know major things. Okay. I know the cities. Okay. I know how to get there. <laughs> the, the cities? That's, yep. that's major? Yeah. That's major. I, I hope you do know the cities. Good gosh. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> like, I'd be just driving around, like, just not looking, like, or whatever. But I still use my GPS for everything, so. Yeah. There you go. But see, y'all got difficult street names, too. Like, oh, we, street we, names? Yes. How are the street names difficult? It's just the same everywhere. Like, I'll have... Everywhere has different street names that are different. I mean, you have a lot of one, a lot of them that are George Washington, Martin Luther King. I mean, we have a lot of basic ones: Gum Road, you know, what? Volvo. What like, is called? I mean, huh? You said Gum Road. Gum, yeah, Gum, G U M. Like, there's a street in Chesapeake called Gum Road. I have a property yeah. over there. Y'all so, got Butts Neck, Buck Station, Butts. Butt so that's not that's not hard to Y'all remember. Y'all got Damn Neck. Yeah, that ain't hard to remember. I mean, that's not hard to remember. Like, I, it's I think not hard to remember, but yeah. y'all got some pretty weird names, street names. I, okay. I know I've seen them on contracts. Okay, you like from I Michigan, had, so I, I've like, had, I, like, there's no names like that in Michigan. Is that what you're trying to tell me? From where you're from, it's gotta be. It's gotta I don't be. know. I know in my neighborhood, everything's named after like some type of like. Uh, Royal hi- hierarchy or something. It's like yeah, that's Lord, yeah. Queen, King. Yeah, that makes it easy for you to remember. <laughs> Prince, I mean, yeah, all that stuff. But yeah. <coughs> it doesn't help with directions. Okay. I think I've had this conversation with you before. Yeah, so you're like, a landmark person. Huh? I am. Like a, I'm a landmark person, person and so yeah. <laughs> one thing I love about South Florida is everything's numbers, right? So if I tell you. Hey, meet me on 22nd Avenue and 115th Street. There's no way you can get that confused because all all the numbers are in all the streets are in order by number. 
So here, if I tell, if you tell me to meet you on Princess Anne and 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 Kempsville, if I don't know where the hell that, if I don't have an idea what city that's but in, but you do realize like that, I gotta use my GPS. That's a but metropolitan like area. You do realize that though, right? Like there's like the reason it's numbered like that is it could be because everything is like you know like that. Like it, it can't be like like. So you that's not all realistic. The streets ain't like that here. No, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that that's realistic. Like you got to think about it. For instance, right? Like maybe it wasn't realistic twenty years ago. No, I'm saying like like, it's bigger now. Like they can. No, no, I'm saying like the number of streets, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's not just in order like this. How it is, like like you said on South Beach, where you could just go straight here. Everything's straight. Everything's just perpendicular. Like that's not how it is in in a in a. I wouldn't call this area, we're not rural, but just an area that's bigger. Like, I mean, it's more spread out. Like, yeah, you but can South do that. Beach, I ain't even talking about South Beach. South Beach is, is not even, that, that, when I say Miami, I'm not talking about South Beach. You might as well call that the vacation area. Well, my, I'm talking about Miami. Well, I'm talking about Miami, South Beach. Yeah, but Miami, Miami has, I mean, besides, like, I mean, there's also streets in Miami as well, though. There's a lot of streets. I've been to Miami The only before, The only streets that are there are your, are your major, um, your major streets. So, like, right. There's a Biscayne. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's street, so there's street name. I guess what I'm saying is like there's a that area is a lot more condensed, so they can number, they can they can do that. Like here, things are are much spread apart, so you can't. I mean, we have main streets. We have Virginia Beach Boulevard. You know, we have um, Kimsville Military Highway. I mean, we have probably like Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield. We have like you know your like ten major streets like that so run that's, through. That's that's how that's how yeah. Florida. Is. I'm talking about off of those streets though. Like that area is way bigger. Like it's way spread apart than it is in Miami, where things are a, a lot you know a lot closer, where you can just number things and boom, 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 boom like that. Like you can't really do that here because things are not. Mm. They're not. I mean, you. I, I don't know. So why know, why it's is it why, hard why, why, for why, visitors so, but, to kind of speak but, on that? But but listen though, why? So when it comes to number of street stuff, right? Why does that only happen in metropolitan areas? Because Miami's not the only place that does that, right? They don't do that in Michigan. They don't do that in Kansas. They don't do that in even Texas. Like Texas is big and spread out. They don't do those number of streets because it's so spread out that you can't really have that numerical pattern like that, and it really makes sense. But in areas like New York, or maybe Miami, big, California, or may- those are all areas that have metropolitan areas that have numbered streets. Like but it's the same thing be, in New York. It could be because of how, when it was done. It could, those are older cities too. Not necessarily. Like they've been city cities uh, for a while. Virginia, I mean, this, y'all just we we nah. y'all just now getting cities. Nah, that ain't true. That ain't true. You just mentioned Town Center just came to like. T- That's 10 not years a city ago. though. That's an area within I mean, a city. But, yeah, I mean, I'm but, but city like type of environments. So it was mostly country here in the beginning correct i'm not talking about here i'm talking about just anywhere like i mean georgia for instance like they don't have numbered streets like that like how miami does you know what i'm saying like it's just not a you know the area is spread out is not as on top of each other as miami is as new york is as more of a metropolitan area where they can easily it's every everything is blocked 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 Mm -hmm. so you can easily you know say hey this is this street this is that street this Mm -hmm. is that number or whatever so okay yeah all right well Sounds like Brian lived in Florida before. <laughs> no, no, I've been there. I've been there pretty. I've been there a lot. Not a lot, but I've been there my hand, my share, mm-hmm. a few times for yeah. sure. I've lived there for some years. I've I lived know. here for some years, and I feel like I got a little bit more experience though. True, but the funny thing is, you, how long have you lived in Florida? How long did you live in Florida? For? Mm, about four or five years. Okay, and how long have you lived in Virginia? Uh, overall seven. Okay, and so that's my point. Like you know, Florida. 
actually like no, said. I I would say I, I got to put it another year on Florida because remember I left here and da, da, da. so still it's this, yeah, it's, it's the six, same yeah, it's, it's basically the yeah. same is basically mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah, yeah. That's, that's my that's my point my point is that you've lived but in it was places. easier it was easier there than here of course because everything's a lot closer that's what I'm saying things are a lot closer in Florida they are okay all right so moving on. <laughs> Now you know the difference between <laughs> a loan officer and a real estate agent. All right. So earlier in the segment, we asked you guys a question um, that was more mortgage related. And that question was, if you switch jobs while under contract to purchase a new home, can it hurt your approval? And we are going to reveal that answer. Drum, drum roll. All right. The answer to that question is, What's the kid to play, John? You doing? Was that? What's that? The kid to play, Jay? <laughs> What's the answer? You gonna say the answer? I was waiting on you to say. Oh, it. you were saying? Oh, I thought you was gonna say. It. I just asked the question. Oh, you can yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, it will definitely change things. So, um, depends on the loan type too, though. It does depend on the loan type when it comes to changing jobs within. Correct. Yeah. So. Worst case scenario. Well, let me give you best case scenario. Best case scenario, that happens, then we just need, you know, further documentation. And you could potentially still close in that house. But it is, it can be a headache when you're in the middle of buying a house and now you have to furnish all this new documentation for this new job, right? Correct. Um, sometimes we may ask for the um, offer letter. We may ask for, you know, another verification of employment directly from the employer. But then in some cases, we may even ask for you to furnish a new pay stub showing that you actually started that job. So really just depending on the product, that's best case scenario. It's not like dire to where it's just the worst thing ever. But given a different product that you're in, the circumstance, I mean, it can change things. And that could potentially push you out to close at a different time. And so when you're you're in contract, you have to put yourself – in the, the same shoes as, like, a seller and everybody who's involved in this transaction. Like, that one change can change everything. And so you never know, you know, if that seller has already made plans to close on something else, if, you know, they already have their, um their their what is it, the moving truck and all that stuff scheduled. So if you do something like change a job and that affects the close date, I mean, it can definitely hurt the situation. And then if, if the seller's not willing to extend um, your your close date, then you can get into a situation where they don't even want to conduct business with you anymore, just based on that breach of contract for yourself. Um, worst case scenario, you can be denied because Correct. really, just depending on um the product and depending on how your new job is um, paying you, um, that could change things for the worst, to where we can't even really move forward. And a good example of that would be. Let's say you're a truck driver and you've been working, driving trucks for the past five years, but you've been working for a company that pays you and you get paid weekly at the end of the year, you receive a W-2, but then you wake up one day and you're like, you know what, I can do this on my own and get paid way more money. Now I'm buying this house, so you know I want to I wanna make more money. And you decide to become self-employed <laughs> and switch over to um, uh, working for yourself, um, that can 
change things. Yeah, that'll that'll kill the deal. Yeah. 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 That'll be that'll, that'll be that. I mean There you know, are circumstances where it could potentially work if you change, but if it's in the middle of a contract, it'll kill the deal. Correct. So, yeah. I mean I I've mentioned it before, I'll say it again. Um when you're buying a house, you know, where it's a fluid situation, right, obviously, when you're buying a home. So we're going to pre-approve you based on what's going what's happening at that particular time. Mm-hmm. So that's why we always, we would like for you to, uh, during that time, not to have any type of major changes. And obviously changing the job is a major change, right? So we don't want you to go out and buy anything. We don't want you to change your job because then we would have to now reevaluate you all over again. Mm-hmm. And that could change the time frame, especially if you already are under contract and you are been approved and like I said, you've put offer on a home that's been accepted based on current situation and then now you're talking about leaving that job and then, you know, starting a new job. I mean that that's a big change in circumstance that uh, could delay different time frames. So we definitely recommend if you're buying a house, you know, I, I would probably hold off on trying to switch jobs um, during that time frame. I mean there are ways that we can work around it. Uh, mainly if you're an employee and you stay an employee and you're just for maybe going to another company that's paying more or whatever, that's cool. But like Sophia just mentioned, if you're, you know, working somewhere and all of a sudden, you know, you're saying, hey, I want to work for myself, um, you know, we need to see that that has been established and that you're stable in that environment for us to qualify you on on that income. Because once you work for yourself, um, it's not guaranteed income that you have, right? Mm-hmm. You're no longer an employee of someplace. So you have to actually go out and have that business come to you. So we don't have anything to qualify you on. You know, as far Correct. as income goes, versus you being a you know a, an hourly wage or a base salary employee that we have history of you earning income from that from that company or just in that environment. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. So, you know, every situation, every circumstance is not a one-off, be-all. It's not you know the same answer for every individual. But across the board, if you switch jobs during the transaction, it can hurt your approval really just depends on how much it can hurt it. Um, it could either be delayed or it can just be a done deal and you can't move forward. So be careful with switching jobs in the middle of a transaction. If it can wait, let it wait. Or at least have that conversation with your with your mortgage banker prior to. So if, if that's something that comes of interest to you and you see an opportunity, I mean, let us know. Yeah. Have that conversation Let's talk about it before you make the the move because once that move is made, typically there's no going back. Correct. I mean, I don't. I have never seen an employer allow somebody to quit the job, start the new one, and then go right back without some type of change being made. You know, like they can either have you come back and pay you less. I mean, there, there's so many different things that can happen um, during that change. So just make sure you have a conversation with us. So upcoming next, what do you have going on? I know we got uh, we got the event, we got the we got our team event today. Yeah, yep, I'm actually just... gonna be late to it because my daughter decided to tell me today that they have team pictures. So I'll be <laughs> I'll be there, but I'll just be on you know color people time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they um yeah, today so today we have uh, I thought it would be a good idea. We typically have events where we do things for others and our peers, but we really haven't gotten together. Um, just a team, you know, ourselves, yeah. uh, you know, in a while. So, actually, at all, I think, actually. At this oh, this will be our... First time, really, like, just us four getting together, right? Like, us, no, I mean, nobody else, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. 
outside of like work. I mean, we're not doing work related things that we true. sat down and been on yeah, Zoom call that's together. true. But that's I mean, true. We haven't actually just went out like got something to eat together. No, yeah. I don't think we have. Yeah, so, that's what I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. So yeah. so today, yeah, today we're doing that. I thought it'd be a good idea. It's supposed to be nice. Um, we're gonna go check out that uh, Summer Point area. Just grab some food and some drinks uh, in that area in Chesapeake. Yep. Uh, so that should be cool. Um, I'm getting my hair braided tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> it's always exciting. I don't know. I don't know how y'all feel when y'all get y'all hair cut, but when a girl get her hair done, uh-huh. mm, it's oh, a I different know. feeling. Mm. I know. I know. Brooke, she's she's when she gets when she's about to get her hair, uh, you know, done or uh-huh. braided or whatever. I, I already. I could tell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that becomes the focal point. Yeah, You're like, hold on, wait, I can't do that because I'm getting my hair done. Yeah, yeah everything's centered <laughs> around that. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm getting mine braided. I mean, it's going to be a long time. I'll be sitting there for nine hours, but it'll be worth it. I hear you. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. I hear you. <laughs> so, yeah, so for me, I, we got the event, or not the event, but just, the, you know, getting up today and yep. this evening. Um, like I said, tomorrow... My buddy, his birthday was the other day, so he's having a fight party at his house. It's a big boxing fight, uh, Gravante Davis and Ryan Garcia. So it should be an exciting one. So I'm going to be going by his house tomorrow. Check that out. It's always good vibes over at his house. Um, and then that's pretty much it. I mean, catch up on... Um, well, before we started, I was told that your son has an art show today. Yes. You're going to yes. Thanks. Work. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that back up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, today. Oh, it can't, well, can't miss. Can't leave out the kids. Yeah. Now. It was both. It's not just Nylas. It's Nylas Sloan. They both. Oh, okay. uh, it's the school. It's like their art show. Oh, is what okay, they're having. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the kids did that's, like. That's cute. Yeah, kids. All the kids did like different things um, of the arts, and then so today after school we get to go there and check it out and look at all the different things that they've done. Um, so it's pretty cool. It should be fun. I know they were talking about it this morning, so I'm excited to see what that's like. Yeah, I have a closing today again. <laughs> cool. That's good. Yeah, Get so, that money. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have one today um, at uh, 3. I won't be able to make this one because it was scheduled during a time that's inconvenient for me. Um, but shout out to my buyers. Sweet, they sweet. They were awesome. I just actually, too... Um, I actually just I'm getting a uh, a refinance. I just got a refinance application, which I haven't got one of those in a mm. in a minute. You know, with where yeah. we are, you know, rate wise. I mean, mm-hmm. but most folks aren't refinancing. So. I just did one last month. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I know normally it's got to be some type of circumstance, and this one is as well. You know, yeah. So. My person, her house was paid in full, and so she wanted to uh, just basically take out you know some money from that property to purchase another one. So I'm actually. Yeah. On both sides. So I did her refinance, and then she's taking that money to buy another one, and I'm buying, I'm helping her buy the triplex. So, that's good, that's good, yeah. That's good. So definitely, she's utilizing, you know, that uh, that equity in mm-hmm. that property to purchase more property, mm-hmm. and it's very legal to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. um, next week, I have a short-term rental event. Um, we're doing. Um, we probably have like almost twenty people signed up for it. So basically, we'll be talking about. Um, different things like that, like basically, if you have being a homeowner, if you own, taking out equity to buy something new, um, purchasing using investment products, um, using DSCR products, all these different things that comes with like the investment side, and then I have someone who is active in short term rentals, so they'll they'll talk about like the different um, permits that are required, and then I have a person that um is a uh, property manager for only short-term rentals. And so all of us have basically put together like this mastermind for you to come out and learn about how to get 
uh, short-term rental up and started within 90 days. So, good. yeah, we're, we're doing that next week. Um, Laura, she has an event tonight mm-hmm. um, that we'll check out um, later on. It's at the Virginia Beach Winery. I think it's like karaoke night. So she's going to be out doing out going out doing some networking so of course you know we got to support her um next week it's something in the water i won't be there because i have my event but um a lot of people are going so be careful i think that you know virginia beach is even closing school down early on friday because of the anticipated traffic and things that may be going on in virginia beach so makes sense um be be careful if you are there yeah yeah that'll definitely be there should be a good time i remember the first year First year was crazy. First year they had it. Um, this was like four years, three, four years ago. I know it was before the pandemic. So I think two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a really really good time, man. I know uh, you know Pharrell. He's the one that puts it on because mm-hmm. he's from here. He's from Virginia Beach, and um, I mean he had a lot of great people come through and perform. Yeah. And then, you know all, all Jay Z, Diddy, Snoop Dogg, oh, nice. Busta Rhymes. I mean it was uh, Chris Brown. You know he's from here too. I mean Timberland came out. Missy Elliott came out. All the folks that I grew up on music-wise, man, um, was able to come. I know this year Lil Wayne's supposed to be coming. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. I seen him when I was in college was the last time I saw him. So there's a lot of other folks that I want to see that uh, are coming. I was actually talking to a real estate agent who her day job, she's she works at, at the private airport. Okay. So she, when we were talking, she was like, yeah, she was like, I work at the airport, but I work in the private, the private side for mm-hmm. where the, you know, celebrities would come in at. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, but she was she was really nice. But it, now that now that you're mentioning all that, I'm like, where are these people gonna fly into? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so yeah. obviously there. Yeah, I remember when um in 2019. I remember because everyone who knows me, I'm a big Jay Z fan. I remember the rumor was that uh Jay Z had he had flew in because it was just a weekend event, and uh, it was that Thursday night he had flew in. So rumor was it was all going on social media, Facebook. So-and-so, so-and-so told me this, that Jay-Z and Beyonce, they just flew in. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, they probably, you know, I know there's different, like, little, uh, you know, airports, little private ones around here. Oh, yeah. It's actually one not far from my house. Yeah, so every time, you yeah. know, somebody, some when someone flies in, um, for the most part, you, they they have to know who it is. I mean, it, it's still a manifest. They have to know who's on board. I of mean, course, that's just yeah. what it is. Government regulations, it don't matter if you're a celebrity or not. They yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just talking about from the perspective of uh, it was pretty cool that uh, you know, I mean, it was just funny like how the how this became like a a rumor. Like, is it true? Is it not? You know, everybody gossip spreads or whatever. It sure does. You remember that um, game when we were kids? When you had to like sit in a line and then you had to tell is that what it was called? Yeah, you had to tell a secret, and by the time it got to the end, the whole story changed. Yeah, Yeah, it's called telephone. Were you ever the person that changed the story? Um, I think I did that once. I can't remember that. <laughs> on purpose. I can't remember that that detail. I mean, but, you know, sometimes by the time it gets to you, depending upon where you're on in that telephone line, it don't even sound right. So you're like, <laughs> so you know that that's not what it was because when it got to you, it's like, at sense. first it starts like, I'm going to the gym at 8 o'clock, right? That's where it started. And by the time it gets to you, let's say you're like the six, seven person on the chain. At 8 o'clock, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, or no, not even that. Cause that's even, I mean, could be, because that could be what it was, right? But by the time it gets to you, it could be like the words don't even make sense. At like, 8 o'clock, yeah, I'm riding like, my bike. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. The gym, you know, I don't know, open this bakery, this. I'm like, what? Like a bakery at the gym? Like, what are you talking about? So, yeah. Nah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the, uh, oh, you have a lunch today too, right? 
Yeah, yeah, my buddy, yeah. yeah. Favelle, we we uh we, we we grabbing some lunch, man, uh, Montego Bay. So that should be cool. Always always good to catch up with him. I don't know. Usually I have the bad memory, but man, I don't know. You yeah. didn't you remember nothing you had going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean I knew it. I, I guess I just didn't uh I didn't remember? notate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew I'm, I'm I wasn't like not gonna show up. So Yeah. Yeah. All right guys, so you know we like to leave you in a positive. Um um, so today, uh, we want to give you the quote of the day and out because I answered the exercise your knowledge question. I'll go ahead and let Brian, uh, give you guys the quote of the day. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so the quote of the day is the subconscious mind does exactly what the conscious mind tells it to do. So stay positive. Yes. Yeah. So even the, uh, you know, it was in the Bible. I forget the verse in the Bible, but it, uh, it's, it talks about the subconscious. If you're thinking about it, I mean that's just the same as the action of it. So um, you always want to make sure that you're constantly um, putting those positive thoughts, putting those positive affirmations in your brain, because you know as you do that in the subconscious, you know the conscious and your habits will all you know happen in that manner. So yeah, I'm always like even in situations that people with people around me. I've, I even I have people who I know that I converse with um, that it gets on their nerves of how optimistic I am when it comes to things like because they're like well, hey. one, one thing that I could think about in particular I'm sorry to cut you off is mm-hmm. that situation with your processor the, uh, last week. Oh Where, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you were yeah. like, I don't even think like that. Like, what was Correct. it? Yeah, it was... yeah. She was so right now. Um, I have a new underwriter. Um, underwriter is the person who reviews the file and approves it. So they're basically like, they have a real analytical way of looking at stuff. They cross every T, dot every I, and so they're in the last line of defense before we issue the approval for the loan. And so. Um, I have a newer, newer underwriter. She's been with, I've been having her now for the last couple of months. And so she's been kind of getting on, you know, me and my processor's nerves just about, just because of the way she goes about doing things, right? Like me and my processor are pretty much on the same page and she's like on a different bill. So <laughs> like my processor was just asking, or I was submitting a file that to get reviewed by the underwriter and my processor was like, Hey, did you, what are you going to do if this doesn't happen? This doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. And everything was just, like, negative. And I'm like, well, I don't think like that. I don't think about, like, <laughs> what what I'm going to do if this, like, all of these negative things. Like, I know I have a good loan. I have a good buyer. I have all the doc- everything documented properly. I mean, I'm, I mean, obviously, if something comes up, I will then think about it and figure it out and problem solve. But I don't think about all this. And she was, yeah. you know, so that, that's what Sophia is, 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 is talking <laughs> about, like, always just being on the positive, like, situation where even though you know the underwriter or somebody – Maybe not necessarily have the most positive or pessimistic outlook on things, you know, by you being positive about it. a lot of times things will swing your way and swing that direction. Yeah. So, and see me, yeah. I'm the person that I, I I am like his processor. Like I'm going to look at the positive. Yeah, great. But I want to know what, what I'm going to do if that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. I like to be ahead of it. I don't yeah. like to be, you know, trying to solve things in the last hour. Right. So Correct. it's just funny how. <laughs> When he was telling, when they were telling, we, were, we have meetings every day. And so when we were, he was telling the story. And when he was telling the story, he was just like, I don't think like that. I was like, you really don't. Like, yeah. it's just funny. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, always keep a, pos- a positive subconscious because then that reflects into your everyday thinking. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's all the time that we have for you guys um, today. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I am SKB underscore mortgage. And I'm uh, Brian underscore Royster. That's uh, Brian with a Y. 
underscore voice. All right. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week.